Welcome to Good Bad Books. Bad reviews for good books. We need a new name. <laughs> it's too hard to it say. It is hard to say. Wait, let's try this again. Beep. Welcome, Welcome to, to bad reviews for good. Let's say it together. It'd be okay. really cute. Okay. Beep. Welcome, Welcome to, to bad, bad reviews, reviews for, for good, good books. Good books. Use the kids. <laughs> All right, wait. Beep. Welcome, Welcome to, to bad, bad reviews, reviews for, for good, good books. books. I'm Ryan. And I'm Jada. Ding. And we're married. Why are you dinging? Because it's like I'm winking. Oh. But they just can't see it. Ding. Sparkle. I just winked at you guys again. All right. Today we're going to do Hunger Games by Suzanne Collins, which, P.S., Jada and I read like way before it was trendy. Yeah, we were trendy before trendy was a thing. Yeah, yeah. So I read a lot of reviews. Hunger Games on Goodreads has uh, almost 7 million reviews. There was about 100,000 one-star reviews. Whoa. Well, I guess ra- ratings and reviews. So oh, okay. Probably Still, about a quarter of that. Crazy. Were, yeah, that's a lot. Oh, goodness. What about if you read them? Yeah. Okay. Audrey Loves Paris. Her review says, The ending is apparent at the start, and the book is mostly filler. And the killing of humans with no emotion is bizarre, to say the least. I'm not sure she read the same book as me, because there was definitely emotion. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking, like, I don't know what to say to that. You're like, I don't feel like I'm dead inside, so this isn't a joke, people. Louisiana. 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 Say the name one more time, because four times is better than five. Louisiana. There we go. She says, these kids literally kill each other to death for public (laughs) enjoyment. Wait, I feel like this this would be so much better in the Jennifer Coolidge voice. (laughs) These kids literally kill each other to death for public (laughs) enjoyment. Nice theme. She should have stuck to rainbows. <laughs> you sound just like it. That's awesome. Oh, My man. favorite is that she says, you should have stuck. No. Should she should have stuck should to rainbows. Should have stuck to rainbows. She should have stuck to rainbows. <laughs> yeah. My, oh, and also when she's like, nice theme you know like it's just too much i don't know but my favorite part of that is that these (laughs) these kids literally kill each other to death because because you can kill each other to not death i don't really get that maybe she's talking about it they're not killing each other with kindness it's just to deathness so then i think this is the same this is also part of that same review she says so all in all despite popular belief I hated the Hunger Games. Amen. (laughs) Can I get an amen? (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Christy says, Disturbing that all the people in this book are obsessed with kids killing kids, yet readers are also reading with the same vigor to find out what happens next. Readers are more interested in being entertained by Hunger Games than by learning from it. Collins is an incredible writer. I was turning pages as quickly as I could, myself, even through my disgust. You people are all so stupid for liking this. But I was like, I couldn't stop. I know. That seems kind of hypocritical, that one. Also, she uses the word vigor. How dare you vigorously read? I know, but she was clearly vigorously reading herself, so. Okay, MZ says, This book went against everything I stand for as a person and teaching assistant that enjoys the freedom in the land I live in. <laughs> it's, it's so dramatic, <laughs> yeah. Well, while you're at it, you should have said what kind of teaching assistant you are. It's probably the government class yeah, or something. and probably her hydrological sign. Wait, no, that's not it. <laughs> that's Firstly, that's not a thing. <laughs> Secondly, I think it's really interesting that you said her, because I was viewing this as a man. No, MZ, that's Ms. That yeah. is not how you spell Ms. <laughs> Yo, can some teachers back me up here? Ms. is like MS. 
I don't know. I don't think a guy would be proud to say that he's a teaching assistant. Oh, that was probably sexist of me to say. That I was guess. super sexist. <laughs> there is so much true violence in the world. Why are we into reading about fake violence? This book is full of what ifs. How would one react? Which character would you most act like in this situation? But it still doesn't instill any positive feelings. Moreover, it instills a feeling of utter helplessness. Dot, dot, dot. Hopelessness. <laughs> dot, dot, dot. Wow, she should write poetry. Ruthie says, it was comparable to reading a second grader's journal. (laughs) And then we went to the beach. And then we got ice cream. It was chocolate. (laughs) Someone in another review said they were pleased to have such such an admirable heroine. Really? I wanted to slap her. I think what she's trying to say is the simplicity of the syntax or something. But this cracks me up mostly because... She says, it was comparable to reading a second grader's journal. What second grader's like, so killed three people today. <laughs> Tricked somebody with some poisonous berries. <laughs> it was like chocolate. I don't know. So Sarah Zinn says, Katniss sounded like a 45-year-old recently fired psychopathic adjunct professor. <laughs> <laughs> when, Sarah Zinn? When did that happen? <laughs> When did she sound like a 45-year-old recently fired psychopathic <laughs> adjunct professor? Apparently throughout the whole thing. And an adjunct professor of what? Archery? Know. She sounds bitter against adjunct professors. I mean... Psychopathic adjunct professors. Yeah. Not just regular In general. Ones. And people that are fired? Really smart people get fired sometimes, lady. Yeah, and why 45-year-old? Do you have a... 45-year-old? Pro- 45-year-old? How do you say 45-year-old? 45-year-old. 45-year-old. Yes. You know what? She's ageist, too. I bet you anything that she's like 39 and she's terrified about turning 40. And so she's got to make fun of all the 45-year-olds. She's ageist and she's against psychopathic She's probably psychopathic herself. She's probably a psychopathic adjunct professor. Oh, my gosh. We totally pinned her. Who may or may not be 45. But she has no job, clearly. Yeah, she's fired. Okay, Gloom Bubble, which that name's cute, though. Fun. Gloom Bubble. I could not sympathize with the heroine. She actually makes me yearn for her death, which is, you need help, Gloom Bubble. Your name's Gloom Bubble. I mean, you know. At least he warned us that it's going to be depressing. And just so everyone knows, it is not an original plot. It was done in the 90s in Japan under the title Battle Royale. Oh, yeah. There's so When I was looking through these reviews, there was quite a few of them that said, Oh my gosh, Battle Royale, it came out so much earlier, and it's so much better, and like, okay, well, why haven't I heard of it? And do they all, like, probably in your head, they all have that, like, Muppet voice? Battle Royale, like, (laughs) that's not a Muppet voice, but I kind (laughs) of want to check that out, though, because I hadn't heard that before. Did you know that before you read those reviews? No, nobody did. These people probably didn't know it either. They just saw it in a review, and they're like, oh, I need to research this, so I sound smart and, like, educated. Well, it's probably not even true. Like, probably one person saw it in a review, and they're just, like, (laughs) perpetuating the lie of Battle Royale. It's not even a thing. we should totally do that. Just, like, randomly, like, slip some lies into one of our reviews. Yes. Get some likes, and then all of a sudden... You're acting like like 500 people are going to be reading our reviews. Oh my goodness, R.C. Hancock said it in his, so (laughs) it's got to be true. Okay, Jury, or Yuri, or Jury. I would say Yuri. It's J-U-R-I. Yeah, Yuri. Yuri says, (laughs) It's so aggravating that Suzanne Collins had dare stated that she wasn't inspired by Battle Royale when she clearly was. What's more contemptible is that she's getting not only famous from her ripoff, but she's also obtaining vast amounts of money from it. 
But I'm reading vast amounts of money, and for some reason, I just feel empty inside right now. <laughs> vast amounts of money. I want vast amounts of money. So this guy is obviously pretty bitter about not thinking to make a novel off of this battle royale yeah. that he likes so much. He should have done that. Yeah, and then she. he would be making vast amounts of money. From his ripoff. And then we could be writing a rude review about him. G says, Sorry, but when you're running for your life, and yes, I've had such an experience... Romantic conflict is the last thing on our mind. Your mind darts between expletives and which deity you should pray to. <laughs> Lastly, is it me or are we beginning to see a trend to where we cannot read a YA female character who cannot identify herself beyond one of the two boys vying for her affections? How many times can we say Twilight here? What I would have liked to hear is about his brush with life and death yeah gee like i'm reading this and i'm thinking okay do you live in india where there's tigers because that's immediately where my mind goes huh. you too no i was thinking like the slums of new york or maybe something. g stands for gang wait does new york have slums yeah of course any major city has slums oh, okay you're special <laughs> i think that could make a good book actually reading about this person running for their life and not having romantic conflict well, because he doesn't specify why he was running for his life, so I am prone to think that he just made that up. Also, your mind darts between expletives and which deity you should pray to. Like what? That sounds a bit too calculated, doesn't it? <laughs> I don't know. Most people have a single deity that they pray to. I don't know. That's not true. What about the Greek gods and stuff? Well, okay. Yeah, that makes sense. I Yo, guess. Greeks, help me out. I just said that. Does it happen? <laughs> Tell me. Okay. Leave it in our comments. Our fake comments in your head, like we said <laughs> two weeks ago or last week. Casually, cas oh, casually, casually, but it's spelled K-A-Z-U-A-L-L-Y. We can be friends, even if I don't like your review, because you wrote casually with a K-A-Z. Casually hearts, casually loves, casually love. I think that's what her name is. Casual love. Casually. How do, you, how do you even make that heart appear like that? I don't know. I don't understand fonts. Casually love. Can you tell us how you put those <laughs> hearts in your name? Because she's definitely going to be listening to this podcast. Uh, yeah. I just shouted out her awesome spelling of her name. Okay. Now she... we're going to make fun of your review. <laughs> <laughs> she says, she always complained about how she didn't want to kiss Peta or do anything romantic, but she did it anyway and pretended she didn't enjoy it. <laughs> so, which well, is exactly the opposite of what other people said also it's kind of funny because your name is casually love i need my love not to be casual but <laughs> to be fierce and undeniable if you don't love Peter, you can't give him a single kiss it's like i'm gonna pretend that i like this <laughs> yeah. just for the readers ruby says parts of this book are sad and i truly cannot think of any humor in it at all there are no romantic relationships and clearly no comradeship at all the we must face it. The we, it's like the greater, the we must face it. The collective we. It's the Wizard of Oz or something. The we must face it. People are enjoying reading about children killing each other. <laughs> Which, that's not what I'm enjoying. I enjoyed it. I'm concerned now. Listen, it's a social commentary. A lot of the book really is. But there are romantic relationships. And hello, no com comradeship. Like, what about... The whole thing is comradeship and yeah. romance. What about Rue? Rue and Katniss. That's total comradeship. I don't know. I think this person probably read a different book. Or maybe read... 
<laughs> Maybe they. I don't know what you're talking about. Ruby clearly didn't read it. She didn't use their names, so she's thinking. <laughs> I think she's she... thinking of battle royale. I think. I know she read her refrigerator repair manual. She's like, "There's no romantic relationships. No comradeship. The ice maker with the <laughs> water filter." Okay, Sybil, but it's spelled S-I-B-Y-L-L-E. Katniss is never forced to actually kill any of the other kids. She wants, she's like, I'm so disappointed that she didn't. Stupid author not making the heroine kill people. She says the author conveniently lets Katniss get away with not having to kill anyone she likes. If you're going to go to that place, step up to the edge. Do it. (laughs) Don't, she says, do it in caps. Do it. Don't pull back at the last minute. She's one of these kids that would be like, jump, jump. I know, I know. She's like, Katniss is never forced to actually kill any of the other kids. She's upset about that. She's upset that Katniss isn't psycho. I know, half the reviewers are like, people love talking about kids killing kids and reading about it. And she's like, and then there's Sybil. There's not enough death in this book. There needs to be more murder. Next is Grant. He says, Collins chickened out. And it's no wonder why our children these days have no spines. He (laughs) says that. Collins was forced by her editors to break up the hard-hitting parts and shove them further back in the series. (laughs) Sorry, further back in series. He doesn't even have a the. He must be friends with her. Because he says Collins was forced by her editors. Oh, yeah. So he knows. They held a knife to her and they were like, you have to break up the hard-hitting parts and shove them further back in series. Well, actually, it says, I hope Collins was forced. Oh. So you need to apologize All right, to Grant. I'm, I need to reread that part and just cut out everything else. No, you just need to apologize to Grant. I hope Collins was forced <laughs> by her editors to break up the hard-hitting parts and shove them further back in series. <laughs> it's like, I will not apologize to Grant. <laughs> Nobody's going to know why we're laughing if I cut that other part out. Oh, my gosh. Okay, but, no, okay, I'll leave it in. But listen, Ryan does a really bad job of editing on his phone. That's why it, it's, I saw Hope, but I was like, oh, he didn't color that part out. He made a mistake. <laughs> So Zoe says, in some cultures, people watch public beheadings and it is perceived to be perfectly normal, if a bit messy. (laughs) Where are you living? Okay, does she live there or is this just assumption? Well, they're not televised, so. Yeah, okay. Zoe, where do you live? It would have been more effective to have had the character slowly come to the realization that there might be another way to do things. Or that the games might be wrong somehow. <laughs> Slowly. Which, like... first she's like, it's totally normal to watch messy beheadings. And then she's like, it would have been more effective to have had the characters slowly come to the realization. I feel this whole review is just super dichotomous, you know? Well, yeah. Or am I, mean, I misreading that? So she's like, it's so normal. And you should make it so Katniss is totally, like, not bothered by everyone dying. Oh. And then to be like... Oh, wait, maybe it's not cool that we're killing kids? Um. So she's encouraging desensitization, which is not okay. Yes. Right? Like, she's like, if you just, if everybody just kills a lot over a long time. <laughs> well, it seems ludicrous to me that she's saying it would be better if Katniss gradually comes to the realization that killing kids is wrong. How in the world are we supposed to identify with a character who has to gradually figure out that kids killing kids is not cool? No. Okay. Oh, Zoe goes on. There's more. Didn't know this. 
Another annoying thing about this book is that it's a glorification of poverty. <laughs> okay, disagree. Somehow, if you are poor, you get to rise up and be better than everyone else, including your own parents, just naturally, <laughs> without really having to try. Okay, Zoe, no, that is not what's happening in this book. Zoe was born with a silver spoon in her mouth. Is and this Battle Royale too? I just need to know. Okay, so obviously we know the victors, right? They get to live a better life. But she says, without really having to try? Yeah, she doesn't try at all. She just, like, lays down in the middle of the cornucopia. And nobody murders her. Right. Yeah. Uh-oh. Cool. Mm-mm. Zoe, agree to disagree. <laughs> okay. Jurgen I. Jurgen I. Jurgen I. That sounds mildly offensive. I think it's Jurgen. Jurgen I. Now says, you're offensive. Yeah, I know the way I said it. Attention! Danger! Those are in caps. Do not use this book as a survival handbook unless you are in heaven or in Eden. Otherwise, you'll be dead. <laughs> it looks like, according to the book, kids, we're going to have to learn how to be a dead shot. Oh, Jurgen also says, I won't say that I don't like the book. I just don't believe the book, and I don't trust the author. Mm. He doesn't trust the author of a fiction <laughs> book. How dare you write fiction? <laughs> I can't use this now in my real life. It's like, I don't believe this really happened. Amy says, I received this book. She got it from her grandma, so she's probably like 12. I received this book from my grandmother on my birthday. I am disturbed by anyone who could write this and also disgusted with the idea it's been made into a movie. Thank you for your time. <laughs> oh, bless your heart, Amy. I'm not going to say anything mean because I, I think you might be 10. She opens her mouth and out spews all of the um, indoctrination from her parents. But she said thank you for your time. So Which was really sweet. She's a polite person. No more to say about that. Vesna says, I recommend this book to people aged 14 to 20. Whenever people recommend, like, for certain ages, what's your cutoff for that, you know? Well, it's like, who do you think is taking your recommendation? Like, Yeah, and why just 14 to 20? That's six years. If you're over <laughs> or under year that... 21-year-olds will think this is so... However, I couldn't finish this no, book. No. Look at that word again. Hovuer. <laughs> okay, let's try this again. I recommend this book to people aged 14 to 20. Hovuer. I'm four. <laughs> just kidding. It says hoverware, hoverware. Hoverware. Yeah, it's spelled H O V E W E R. Leave in our comments how you think that's pronounced. Hoverware. <laughs> I couldn't finish the book. It lacks deeper meaning. There may have been two or three messages, but nothing extraordinary. Author's writing style is rather weak. <laughs> you have no space to talk. But she must be between 14 and 20. Because if she's not, then she shouldn't have read this book. Right. The author's writing style is rather weak. There are no metaphors, no wordplay, just ordinary language similar to that of Harry Potter. <laughs> because Harry Potter is terrible. Katniss is not a typical weak woman, but her character is undeveloped. Oh, no, you didn't. Yeah, she just said that. during. Well, I think, no, I think she's saying that's a good thing, but her character is undeveloped. During the preparation time, instead of fearing her almost certain death and evaluating her life, all that matters to her is eating, eating, and eating. <laughs> Which... <laughs> Clearly, like, that's the focus of the book. 
But I mean, she it's comes. It's her eating disorder. She comes from beautiful poverty, as whatever that lady. <laughs> she's like, poor people get to eat whatever they want. I hate this book. No, I mean, she's coming from starving all the time. Okay, other than her game she catches. Of course, she's going to eat a bunch. I think that's totally valid. I, I hate lamb and I hate prunes. But them talking about that lamb stuff was making me hungry. I know, all like mouth-watering. Like, okay, that sounds Need me good. some of that disgusting lamb. You food. know there's a uh, Hunger Games um, cookbook out there somewhere. Probably. And it's probably full of really disgusting recipes and Ugh. that's why you've never heard of the recipe book. Oh, but you know who has heard of it? Huh. Jurgen, because it's for survivalists. <laughs> okay, so Daniel says if this book was a member of the Hunger Games, it would be the first person I would target from, quote, unquote, corn. Corn. I don't know if he's talking about the, one of the districts or something. I think he's talking about the cornucopia. If Hunger Games were a person that were in Hunger Games, we're having an inception situation here. <laughs> Hunger Games within Hunger Games. Corn! I would corn! kill it at the corn. But then he says, I felt like I wanted to slap myself with the book until I needed to go to the emergency room. <laughs> he needs a friend. He does need a His friend. His friends will slap you for free. Cat, lost in Neverland, that's in her parentheses, says, Katniss hated the cat Prim had. I get it. You didn't want an extra mouth to feed, but did you have to go and try to drown it? Your name is Cat, dude. It just says dude at the end. Like, dude. That's his own sentence. Strangely enough, I don't remember that. I think she talked about when she had done it. It didn't happen on page. Yeah. Well, also people would have freaked out. I also think it's funny. She's like, your name, and she says name in caps, is Cat. K-A-T. Cat stands for Katniss, which is a plant. Well, clearly it's an issue dear to her heart since her name is Cat, or at least she names herself Cat. I'm going to go out on a limb and say she's got like 30 cats in her house. Yeah, she she's, loves them. She's clearly. a cat lady. Because if the mere mention of someone trying to drown one in passing yeah. freaked her out or like made her so she didn't want to read the book at all. Dude. I mean, I like cats, but people can I talk don't. about <laughs> drowning cats and I won't hate them forever. <laughs> <laughs> I might look at them weird or be like, don't touch my cats. Laura says, this is like the schmaltziest book ever. Some passages between Katniss and Peeta was so cringeworthy, I almost damaged my iPod while cringing. <laughs> She's like, <"Ugh." laughs> my, my favorite is because I'm reading this out loud, so you guys don't know about the punctuation, but it says, I almost damaged my iPod, period, while cringing, period. <laughs> like, <laughs> she was so cringy that I'm trying to imagine what a cringe like that would look it's like. Kind of like a double over, your your hand turns into a claw and oh, like starts to squeeze and the and, iPod. And it's like shaking with like, the intensity. Schmaltzy. What's the word schmaltzy actually mean though? Schmaltzy. Oh, uh, I want to see sappy. Oh, okay. Christopher. This is another Christopher. Apparently there's a lot of Christophers that dislike this book. It says, despite the huge cult following of this book, I detested it. I wish I could have given it zero stars. To be completely honest, I didn't even get through the first chapter. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to read it in the first place, and I'm glad I didn't. Like, <laughs> I really don't feel like I even need to say anything about this, because he's just ridiculous. Daniel 2, and it's the number 2, because that's just cute. Daniel 2 says, 
If you insist on reading this book, turn your brain off. It's the only way you're going to enjoy this edition of Crapster Piece Theater. <laughs> I get it. I see what you did there. You're playing on Masterpiece Theater. That's cute. Thanks for the explanation. <laughs> I mean, listen, there might be people out there who have never heard of Masterpiece Theater. Turn your brain off? I can't do that. Can you do that? Well, all of my books are brain candy because I can't, my brain does not function well yeah. when reading Dickens. Brain candy's my jam. Yeah. I think it's the ADHD. Katie Flower. It's a flower emoji for those of you who can't see, which is everyone. We're going to... Somebody needs to tell us how to do that. Seriously. Says, now this is a book I'd actually burn <laughs> with a cruel smile playing on my lips. And the title always made me hungry. I mean, that's... <laughs> listen, that's I can valid. agree with you there. That's like, valid. But anytime somebody says something about like wanting to burn books... I break my iPod from cringing. <laughs> it's so bad. I just hey, no that's matter, my phone. Don't cringe. I know. No matter how bad a book is, I can't imagine burning it. It makes me shudder. Well, my thought is that Hunger Games. I have a problem with the title because the title's great, but it is so such a misnomer. Like that's true. It's so tame. It's it sounds like an eating disorder book. No, like, it sounds like one of those chef shows. Yeah, you know, Hell's Kitchen or something. Exactly. My favorite thing about this is that she says not only would she actually burn the book, she would burn it with a cruel smile playing on her lips. <laughs> you know. So far, we've reviewed Harry Potter book one. Hunger Games book one and Divergent book one. I've personally had problems with all three of them, but in general, I'm pretty sure I gave them all five stars on Goodreads because even though there's problems with them, they all transported me to a different place. Like yes. I was totally engrossed and I could totally overlook all the weird stuff and the dumb stuff. Escapism at its finest. Except the end of Divergent. I was like, I might have given that one four stars actually. Thanks, Thanks for, for listening, listening to, to Good Reads for Bad Good Beep. <laughs> Thanks for listening. You just Wait, say it. Okay. No, we say it together. Ready? Thanks, Thanks for, for listening, listening to, to Bad, bad reviews, reviews for, for Good, good Books. books. <laughs> <laughs>